there and welcome to Healthish, your almost daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley, and today I am chatting with Stacey June about her new book, Single Pringle. Oh, I love that title, don't you? She's going to tell us about what it all means. But first, let me tell you a bit about her. She's a pro at the podcasting thing. She was founder of The Thinker Girls, a podcast-turned-national radio show. She's also a TV presenter and a self-care coach. Now, we keep our healthiest episodes quite short, but if you want to hear today's full interview where Stacey talks more about why you should date yourself... Yes, go figure. And the role intuition plays in dating. Search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your awesome pods like this one. Stacey, hello. Now, we used to sit next to each other on the set of Sunrise and dissect the topics of the day, but today we're talking about your new book. Congratulations. Um, Oh, thank you. It's called Single Pringle. And what I want to know is what does that mean? (laughs) Well, first, it's just catchy. So, you know, there's lots of lots of ways we can dive into the book in a deeper way. The title, meh, it's more really about uh, having fun with it, being curious, not looking at single life, particularly I think for women as some form of heavy burden. I want to avoid it. How do I get out of this? How do I make it go so quickly? Um, and how do I meet that person? I guess the single Pringle uh, words just give gives a little bit more of a light curiosity to that time in our lives instead of this dark doom and gloom. Yeah, I like it. It is fun and it's really catchy and the and the cover is actually really beautiful as well, listeners. But one of your remedies for being happily single is to learn how to be magic. And one way you discuss is getting curious about pleasure and that's what I wanted to talk about. So why is this important? I suppose not just if you're single, but also if you're not. Pleasure is funny because I think it is one of those things that we can work on all different areas of our life, right? Oh, I feel a little bit anxious. I'm a bit tight in my chest or I feel um, I'm not really eating properly or I need to go to a naturopath for this or, uh, you know, we we do self-check in much more than we used to. But when it comes to pleasure, there's an element that we just put it to the side. We don't look at it. We don't want to address it. When actually the pelvis, if you're a woman in particular, all of our womb area, it's the sacral space of our creativity. It's the place that we really have ideas stem from. We birth things either physically and in a in a motherhood way, or we birth ideas and birth different dreams about our lives. So it sounds like a pretty long stretch, but if we are stagnant in that area and we're not addressing any particular types of issues, it really can affect many areas of our life, not just whether you can orgasm or not. So if there is particular things going on, it is one of the greatest teachers that we have about different areas of our lives. I'm sure everybody's heard the saying, you know, that there's a very symbolic way to look at a couple's sex life in terms of how they are in their relationship. It's the same if you're single, you know, how is that part of your life being expressed? Are you able to fully express whether that's casual or on your own? And if not, are you doing anything about it? Now, something you did do about it, and tell me whether this was a pleasurable experience, was going to a nude (laughs) nude yoga class. What did this teach you? I love this story, by the way. (laughs) 
Oh, it's 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 one that's um, definitely uh, lasted the test of time. It was a while ago. It was actually for a news.com.au article that I uh, went to. Back in the day, Rosie Rees is a teacher who now has um, essentially uh, branched out and is and, and different facilitators are doing nude yoga across the country under her. So she's grown it exponentially and she's quite impressive. Um, but I went along as a bit of a news article, uh, a bit of a test, I guess, to see what would come out of it. And it was one of the most empowering and um, shape-shifting experiences of my life. I was really able to understand how important breath was to my body, how that erotic feeling that's generally uh, reserved to the bedroom can happen in your day-to-day without it necessarily being that I wanted to have sex with the 50 women in the room. It was more there's movement and energy and pleasure in my body that isn't just about this penetration sex or this this one particular time in the bedroom. And I didn't, I'd never thought about it like that. So whilst it was, I guess, sexual in my old school idea of what that meant, it awakened this whole other element to my body and the way I looked at myself and the way I felt that I hadn't experienced before. And people would talk about how their bodies had changed since they um, had become mothers with eating disorders, different confidence issues, anxiety. So it was um, it was really big stuff and very uh, a very vulnerable experience for most of us. Yeah, I like it. So really you're saying, you know, we should strip it all back and just think about what pleasure means not just in, say, self-pleasure or having pleasure from sex or whatever. It's about what does it mean for me inside, you know, and that can be anything from obviously self-pleasure to doing a yoga class or anything empowering in that way. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, Yeah. I think it's starting to just inquire. I think that's the beginning of it, right? So ask yourself questions. We're often really scared to move into areas that we don't have the answers. Particularly me, I have a background of having serious control um, control preferences. I don't like the word control issues <laughs> yeah. uh, because it's on and off for me. I've worked very hard on it. But the, the level of control I have in my life has often made me feel quite safe. So if I'm not able to control my situation, often, you know, in the past, it would be something I would avoid. So it's really about getting comfortable with the curiosity in it and not necessarily having this uh, solution-based approach to it and really having ironically quite a childlike approach to it and being quite um, inquisitive and seeing what you like, seeing what you don't like, seeing what creates pleasure and also seeing the parts of your life, whether it's sexual or otherwise, that don't bring you pleasure and and exploring that a little bit without necessarily knowing all of the answers. Yeah, I like that, being more curious. So, I mean, you also yeah. talk about the importance of taking the pressure off orgasming. Why is this important? Oh, well, I mean, could anyone disagree with that? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. half, exactly. Half of the problem of issues, I think, either in the bedroom or if you're a woman that really just struggles to orgasm, is that now then that is complete, sex is off the table. I don't do sex well. I do sex wrong. And that goes for men too. You know, there's this innate pressure that penetrative sex and this climax, thanks to Hollywood and different society um, messages that we've had, all led by a patriarchal kind of conditioning, is, um, yeah, really unhealthy because it's unrealistic and also it's not the only pleasure. So it just, there are just other things on the menu. And 
this is a really important one for women and men as well and and anyone that identifies in between it's it's very important that we start to have conversations around people's pleasure that don't involve in these traditional boxes and we start to open up different avenues for ourselves which then may lead that way or not but again it comes back to that curiosity and this allowance to um to be able to explore ourselves without these stagnant ideas of the way it's supposed to be Uh, and when you're as much as you being able to let go or climax can sometimes be a nice, um, I suppose, messenger to see or to discover that maybe something's a bit off, let's just take it as some information rather than the be all or an end all, you know, like let's just not kind of put so much emphasis on that one particular part of a very vast, big um, school of ideas, thoughts, experiences, activities that can fall under that that um, umbrella. Absolutely. And I also think take risks. Stacey, thank you so much for coming on Healthish and congratulations on your new book. Oh, thanks. I'm not a sexologist, but I'm an experienced, <laughs> curious, like curious person. Curiosist, uh, so is that a word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you love this chat with Stacey about her new book, Single Pringle, we have more. That's right. We've just launched a big sister podcast called Extra Healthy-ish, a new podcast from Body and Soul that gives you that little bit extra in your day. Extra interviews, extra insights and extra healthy advice for your mind, body and soul. Extra Healthy-ish publishes a new episode for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. And remember, you can join the conversation on our socials, Instagram or Facebook. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you have a moment, just jump on and rate, review and subscribe. And until next time, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.